0: It was mentioned earlier by Allison that one of the many ways Asian artists can be supported is by forming a community, where all interests are shared. In this case, we have 88 Rising, an entire label primarily dedicated to Asian artists who release music in the United States. Fun fact! Its owner, Sean Miyashiro, dubs it as the Disney of Asian hip-hop. Let's introduce some of the artists, starting with Joji, who first rose to prominence through his internet comedy videos and skits. For those who are old enough, remember the Harlem Shake? Yeah, he's the one who started the trend. In 2017, he retired from YouTube to focus on music. His debut studio album, Ballads One, reached number one on Billboard's top R&B slash hip-hop albums in 2018, making him the first Asian-born artist to do so. Rich Bryan also had a bit of a history with starting out in YouTube comedy, but he gained attention mainly from his contributions on Soundcloud. He found international success after releasing his debut single, "That Stick, on YouTube, with it having over 180 million views. It's probably worth a mention that a lot of this attention wasn't because of his music, but the fact that he was a babyface 15-year-old Asian boy with a bum bag rapping. Since then he's gone on to release two entire albums and a whole stack of singles. Above all, he's only 21. Nikki also had her start with a YouTube channel, although she didn't really do comedy, unlike the other two. Instead, she uploaded both covers and original songs, which garnered her a lot of attention. At just age 15, she was selected to be the opening act for Taylor Swift's The Red Tour in Jakarta. Her debut album, Moonchild, is out now. All of these artists combined, including 88 Rising, average roughly around 10 million monthly listeners on Spotify, which is no easy feat. However, if you compare the number to the likes of other pop stars such as The Weeknd, Ariana Grande, or even One Direction, a group that's been disbanded for more than half a decade, that number becomes heavily outshadowed by the hundreds of millions of monthly listeners that they get. A notable mention, however, is that on December 3rd 2020, ADA Rising launched a 24-hour radio channel on Sirius XM featuring music from Asian artists. For those who don't know, SiriusXM is one of the larger radio stations in the states, with approximately 35 million subscribers. That's roughly 10 million more than our entire country's population. Despite all of these achievements, Asian American artists still carry the specific nuances of their struggle to be acknowledged if they wish to bring anything to the scene without being associated with its typical, or stereotypical if you must, K-pop band expectations. These artists pride themselves in being ordinary people who look just like the audience but are capable of pulling off a previously unaccomplished feat and maintain pride in their heritage. Having these artists release their music and letting their voice be heard to the world brings in more attention and more education towards the culture as a whole. They proudly represent the eastern background whilst also contributing towards the diverse arts industry. Before we go into our songs, I'd like to chuck in just a little snippet from an interview where Nikki was asked about representation. What does it feel like for you guys to know that you guys are the pure representations for like Asians in hip hop? It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's great. I mean I remember like growing up and then like I look like I watch TV and they'd all just be like white or something, you know? So it's like great to be in a time where it's possible and just like have girls, like Asian girls, DM me and be like, yo, you're cool, you're I, yeah. yeah, like I, I wanna do music now, I'm like that's, yeah, so yeah, cool. it's great. So now, let's indulge ourselves with an 88 Rising Encore. First up, we've got a song from the ensemble itself. Midsummer Madness, featuring all the artists we've already mentioned.